Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we are talking about the Gotham season finale of season or of season one, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. 22. That's where we are. All happy families are alike. Yay! Uh, it was directed by Danny Cannon, who directed the pilot. Okay. And Ooh. wrote one of the uh, one of the episodes a couple episodes ago, and it was written by Bruno Heller, who is the creator. Okay. It directed the pilot episode? Yeah. Ouch. That wasn't directorially his fault. Okay. <laughs> blame the writing on <laughs> You're that. You're blaming the writers? Okay. Yeah. I right. generally do blame the writers. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not wrong. So what'd you think? I, I'm ready for season two. Me too. After the ending of this, I was like, okay. Let's go. Bring, bring it to me. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Can I have yep. the next episode now? Yes. Yeah. Which is good. That's what you want. Right. That's what you want out of a season finale. And as, 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 as I'm stuttering, I apologize. Um, as poorly as this show started, not even just the season, the show started. Yeah. To end on the note it did, as the high note that it did. Yeah. Was very surprising. Yeah, because they grew so much. They did, and but and I know it was technically a cliffhanger, but it wasn't one of those "Oh my God, is Bruce dead or not?" kind of cliffhangers that we know is going to be bullshit. Yeah, and I'm yeah, I'm glad it wasn't a bullshit ending. Yeah, so I w- I was happy about suck. that. Yeah, no, no, I was I was very pleased with where everything went. Yeah, this, I was too. As an overall, there are details that, of course, we'll bitch about. Barb's still around. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So, so anyway. yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, so we start out at the docks, and uh, it's actually kind of cool for once. Even though Gotham is like forty percent dock, um, <laughs> fish only forty. Yeah, I'd say f- I was thinking more like sixty. Yeah, it could be. Who the hell knows? Gotham math. And, and I always bring this up. And Batman Arkham Knight. Yes, there are three little islands. So yeah, so there's a lot. It of really dock. is a lot of dock there. So. Okay. Um, so Fish lands this boat at night, and um, Selena's there, and she watches her land. Right. Visually, really I cool. Loved this scene. Yeah, yeah. The practical effects were great. Yeah, that's where they do really well. If they just stick to the practical stuff, yeah. Even though their CGI is better than Sleepy Hollow CGI, <laughs> so Sleepy much Hollow CGI. Bless them. I know. They try. Yeah. They try to get all fancy. Yeah. You know. I like practical effects, though. I mean... I do, too. They're I, really they're really making a comeback. They really are, because directors are like, nobody has to fake it with them. Nobody has to green screen it. Right. You know, you can get a real reaction, and then you can tweak it in post-production if you want. And sure. add stuff over yeah. it. But, yeah. So... Really like me some practical I effects. I do, too. It's, it's, it's so weird, and we'll get back on topic in a, sec- in a second, how back in the day say like star wars era mm-hmm. went like the original new hope star wars when yeah. i say star wars i mean the good ones the good ones um and that that was kind of the beginning of using uh i don't not i guess the parent of modern day cgi yeah you know special effects and whatnot started back in the, the lucas era lucas mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. yeah whereas you know like the muppets were practical yeah, effects. exactly. And so we've come all this way, and we've come all the way up to say, um, this may not, you may, people may not agree with me, but like, say, the Lord of the Rings series, the yeah. Hobbit series could be this big pinnacle of CGI work. Yeah. Which maybe not that, but uh, just as an example. And so now we're starting this, this, this wave back towards practical effects. Which is funny, though, because Peter Jackson, um, he used them when he could. 
like with the he height did. differences. He oh yeah, he did. Um, he would he would use forced perspective. He and did stuff, use so forced perspective, but they did have short doubles. Yes, they did. So, but yeah, even even they're adorable. Even something like Lord of the Rings, like you mentioned, they they did they, use a lot of practical effects where they could yeah. because it's authentic. Right. It's it's coming back this yeah. way, or maybe the Transformer movie. I don't know something with big effects i can't think yeah of. something that's basically I'm not like that smart. almost all cgi but yeah i mean you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah whereas when i watched uh, i don't know if you've seen it yet but the uh the san diego comic-con the star wars panel Mm-mm, no i haven't seen it yet um they were uh jj abrams who was yep. directing lens flares uh, for everyone <laughs> <laughs> i hope not <laughs> You know there's going to be at least I know. one. one okay one i'll be okay with but <laughs> let's stick away from the star trek level of <laughs> Oh anyway, but he was talking about using as many practical effects as he could. Yeah. And they brought a character out on stage. Mm-hmm. It was this uh, hunchback character that had like uh, stacks of stuff on his back and it had little creatures in the box on his back. Yeah. It was adorable. And you're looking and you this is a practical effect on a stage yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. And it was incredible. And he was talking about how he was trying to, to do all of that. And like you're saying, it gets back to the, it's a lot easier to act around. And yeah, yeah. Whatnot. But so that whole shift back to practical effects is really interesting to see. Yeah. God world. And it's got to be good for stuff like <laughs> Gotham and Sleepy Hollow and TV where they don't, they have to produce so much more material than a movie. They had they and generally sh- much shorter period of time much yeah. shorter period of time generally the budgets are smaller because you know they're doing twenty two hours versus two hours unless you're Game of Thrones unless you're Game of Thrones and then you can just have whatever you want but you know so even even there they they kind of faltered this year like some of the dragon Game of Thrones? stuff yeah yeah with Danny oh, riding God. the dragon the um, never ending adventure yeah. The never-ending story. Scene. Yeah, it was like the, the Falco. Dragons. Yeah, that was so bad. It was so cheese tastical. So yeah. Oh my god. So no. This, anyway, yeah, we to should. get back to the first scene. Um, it was re- it was really cool though. It had like it it had fog, but it wasn't like a ridiculous well, amount had, of fog. It had fog. It had fire. It had backlighting. It mm-hmm. had shadows. It looked really cool. Yeah, their camera position. It was really. That's great. why. Like, I don't fault Danny Cannon for the pilot. I think he did what directorially what he was given because he's he's quite good well and the pilots are hard to direct anyway yeah yeah like uh, there's there there are people that some shows will bring in specifically they're pilot directors well he he is he's a pilot guy he, oh that's right you're the you're who was telling me about that yeah thing. yeah okay. yeah so um so i i thought he did a good job but yeah so uh selena kind of watches in awe as uh as fish lands and just kind of walks up and starts warming her hands over the over the hobo fire and she tells her, uh, good morning, child. And uh, Selena's like, um, I'm not a child and it's not morning? <laughs> she looked very confused. She did. And she's like, oh, it's a brand new day. And then she just walks off. So prophetic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Which like, fish is was, back. Was, and I'm really great to... Uh, the, the, uh, words. The, words. It's really great to see that fish is alive. Yeah. I'm really thinking she went to go visit Jim's doctor. She did because she she looks pretty damn healed. Uh, because apparently the 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 trick of staying alive in Gotham mm-hmm. is to get shot, not stabbed, but do not get stabbed. Yeah, you get shot, you come back the next episode, you're fine. Yeah, you get even stabbed, though she you're has in the hospital been, for three days. She has been gone for a while. I think. Well, yes, yeah, it's she was yeah. gone for the whole ogre arc. The whole yeah. Oh uh, well, I mean she was gone. I know she was gone at least last episode. Yeah, I think but still. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And Jim, you know, healed up overnight. He did. And, and he all did. That. Um, so it's very, but the, the, it's very, she's very Messiah 
Yeah, yeah. Like just like you said, very prophetic. Mm-hmm. You know. And she, uh, the, there's a kid standing on the other side of the the, the barrel fire, mm-hmm. and he's reading a newspaper. And I tried to see what it was, what the title, like at least the headline, if nothing else. And it says something like Gotham gang. I can't. It starts that starts with a G. Gotham or gang or something yeah. like that. And then the end of it says rages on. Okay. So maybe Gotham gang war, gang war rages on or Gotham war rages on yeah. or something. Okay. That's probably what so it it's, is. So it's a key to telling us that Essen's big speech. Time has passed. Time, and yeah. Stuff hasn't gotten better. No. Okay. So we go to and Bruce. the war is not secret. Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. Um, That's important. <laughs> so we go to Bruce's study and. Um, two weeks later. Two weeks later. They never tell us that in this show, They though. don't do that. Even they when don't. time has passed. Like, even when Jim was at Arkham, they weren't like, Jim's been, you know, they, they said it in the dialogue, not. Right. Not in something that was across Yeah, the here screen. they actually do the, on the sc- two weeks later. Yeah. This is unusual for them. But, yeah. hey, if you need to show passage of time somehow. Yeah. Whatever. As, but it's inconsistent for the show. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it felt, it felt kind of odd. It was weird. Um, so... Alfred tries to basically tell Bruce uh, what a good guy his dad was. So Bruce has been brooding about this for weeks now. He has. And um, he was. He said he was always home. And when he he was home at the same time. And then he'd, he'd work in his study. And they talked about how the door was locked when his dad was working in his study. And Bruce has this big realization that the thing he's looking for, whatever the puzzle is or the you know the the key to whatever he's looking into is it's in the study right if he had to hide anything this would is be where in, he would have this is where he would hide it which is funny because bruce has been pretty much living in there this non-stop the, for months this is the only room in the manor as we yes, know yes everything else is just hallways i'm pretty sure the kitchen is just like a like a camp stove it's on the in a hallway yeah it is there, <laughs> there's, there are no other rooms no there's just hallways um and bruce uh he picks up a, a photo of his father yeah Really, really purposely. Yeah. And and smashes it, was looking for something. I'm like, could you not take the picture out and maybe look behind it? Did you have to smash no. it? Yes, he did. Yes. Angst. Absolutely. He Teen did. angst. Uh, or and, preteen and Alfred angst. Alfred brings up, well, you know, the city's like falling apart out there, and uh, Bruce could not care less. No, about Bruce's it. like, whatever. So, anyway, I mean, my dad he's, did he's listening to it on the radio. Yeah. Or on the listening TV. About the is it on the TV or the radio? I can't remember. My note says radio reports. Okay, radio then. So I don't... Yeah. Who knows? Um, so then we go to the docks again. And <laughs> Falcone with his fucking chickens. What the... I still cannot figure out these chickens. There's there's no laundering upside no. <laughs> to chickens. Like, you're not going to hide the money in the eggs or something. No, and I thought it was really stupid that he was out in the open in daylight with a gang war going on very very public yeah and so this well i guess in the middle of a busy street would have been a little more public yeah but still so, so this motorbike comes up and it's got uh some assassins on it because they they whip out this bazooka <laughs> and they're in solid black from head to toe yeah i and swear he just that watches had- them yeah. He's just like, oh, hmm. I'm sure this is completely normal. Oh, I know. And, and then they take the rocket launcher or, what- or whatever, and they blow up his car, not him. I was so worried the chickens. I was so worried they were going to blow up the chickens. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yeah. Ah! I was like, chickens. No, just feathers everywhere. I was going to be, <laughs> I was going to cry. No chickens. But like the person on the back of the motorcycle was so little. Yeah. Like, like was that cat or something? Was that Selena? 
so tiny. I didn't even think Itty about that. Itty bitty little person. It could have just been the perspective. Because they never do say who, who... No, we have no idea. We don't know if it's... We assume it's Maroney, but hell, it could be fish trying to fuck things up. Who knows? We yeah. don't know. It could be Penguin. Yeah. It could be Maroney. It, it could, could be, be fish. It could be Falcone's own men. Yeah. Or women. Who the hell knows? So, okay. yeah. Boom. Boom goes the not chickens? No. Boom goes the car of the mob boss. Um, And so, we go to GCPD, and it is absolutely frantic it's crazy it's chaos um you can i mean you can tell there's been weeks of them working overtime it's got to be it's it's got to be crazy as as my former boss used to refer to it as a cluster yeah yeah um and so jim is watching and he's he's concerned and um he's He's in a constant state of concern he is (laughs) and he is saluted by this young cop and then he's like, dude, don't salute me. You look like an idiot. Or a rube. Did he call him? He called call him a rube. him a rube. Yeah. And all I can think of is like the, the Reuben coin. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with money? You look like money. What? <laughs> Apparently it's it's a derogatory term. That it is. It is. I am too innocent to know about. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. And he names the guy. Doesn't the guy? Yeah. His name is Katz. Is he, he anybody? No. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, he's, I always think if they cats. name somebody, I'm like, oh, are they yeah. somebody? Yeah, no, he's not. So. I'm sorry. There, okay. there are. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we mentioned this. There's almost no Easter eggs other than the regular like characters and yeah, and stuff yeah, that we already stuff. know about. So yeah. there's no real Easter eggs in this episode. That's because there was a lot of story. There was a lot of story. I appreciated that. I did too. Um, and so we go to Leslie's lab slash office slash morgue. Apparently, she decided to work today. She did, and um, so we have some super awkward fun times with Barb. And by fun, I mean horrible. Um, (laughs) Leslie's finishing up an exam, and she says physically that Barb's fine, but she recommends uh, trauma counseling. And, which, you know, that seems, that seems completely in line. Well, yeah. So, uh. A little bit. And she's like, yeah, I don't. And Leslie's like. she doesn't have, like, court-ordered trauma care or something. Uh, Barb's like, no, I don't. And Leslie's like, yeah, you do. Um, and then Barb is like, well, it's okay if you do it. Yeah, and the whole time, Barb's got that weird look that flat. she's had. And not even, like, normal Barb flat, because she's not real three-dimensional anyway. No, not really. Um, no. She's very one-dimensional. Yeah. She's, like, no dimensions here. <laughs> but it's this, but this is an acting choice. Yes. This is... Definitely. Definitely an acting choice. Because we can see a complete difference from the Barb she used to not be. Right. So it's very noticeable. She's very blank. Yeah. The whole time. It's weird and the whole time that dr leslie and barb are talking gordon looks so uncomfortable i know <laughs> he's like my ex-girlfriend and my current girlfriend and, and why and you know. why is it that leslie's the one that's checking her out physically anyway she, i don't she's understand not that, that. Kind of, well and we've talked about this before she's uh she is she a medical doctor kind, she is a medical doctor because that's what she did at arkham right but here, she's paid to be a medical examiner. Yeah, not, I'm she's just going to check up on patients. Dead bodies. Yeah. Oh, wait. Because Barb's brain because dead? Because Barb is brain dead. Oh, that makes it, so much more sense. There we go. I just answered my own question. Thank you for that. That makes so Finally. much more sense. Um, oh, my God. So, <laughs> I hate her. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, yeah, like you said, with Jim and, and Leslie, and it's just so awkward. And, um, and so... 
Yeah, she wants Leslie to counsel her and in her own home. In her own home, it just gets worse. Yeah, and worse. Yeah, so I'm like, great, we have that to look forward to. And Leslie tries not to get it pulled into it. And yeah. What else? But the thing is, the only reason Leslie is doing it, I hope, the only reason I can explain it to myself, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why? Why would you even agree right. to that? Yeah. Because she cares about. Jim, who yeah. I almost called Tom, and I don't know why. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Jim, uh, she cares about Jim, and she knows that Jim cares about Barb. Right, so and Jim make, feels super guilty about what happened. And she knows that, so to try and help relieve some of Jim's stress. And angst and whatnot. Right, he's yeah. wanting to, she's wanting to help take care of her. Yeah, still weird. I, Leslie's a better I woman than of. I am. Right. I'd be like, nope. I ain't counseling your weird, right. creepy uh, ex-girlfriend, fiance, yeah, whatever. Yeah, just no. Um, so we get Bullock, and I did make a note that it was without the angry hat. Yes. And um, he tells Jim that, that Falcone got hit, um, and that now the city leaders have switched their support to Maroney. And uh, Jim is not a happy bunny. Well, and at first Jim's not paying any attention to him at all. Bullock yeah. literally has to tell him twice yeah. for him to hear that Falcone is in the hospital. He's like, what, what? I mean, he's dead? He's like, no, no. He's just... He's but, just about to be. But uh, Bullock explains that the the loyalties have shifted from yep. Falcone to Maroney, yep. and Jim's just flabbergasted. Like, why? Yeah. Maroney's a hothead. He's, yep. he's going to tear this town apart. And he is. And Bullock <laughs> gets a call. Yeah. And he... But this whole scene, Bullock is just boom, boom, go, go, go. go. I'm like, like let's, somebody give him have, Ritalin? Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> They hopped him up. I, mean, I could see Bullock on Redland. I think mm-hmm. that would be. That I wouldn't be. See that. Yeah. That mm-hmm. wouldn't be out of character. Um, and then we I go. Just made a head <laughs> yeah. Then we go to said Falcone in the Elsewhere. hospital. And he's chained up to this bed alone in it's, this horrible room. It's not even a bed. It's a gurney. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, Arkham looks nice compared to this, to this room. It's like, it's like, you know, a bed would be like a little twin size bed. He'd have some room. No, yeah. no. It's a gurney. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's a, a gurney. With the guardrails. Yeah. And everything. It, it's like that. That's what they brought him in from the paramedics. And, and they, they threw just him put him in a room. In, and, and they had this him. room that they're like, oh, we haven't touched this room since the 30s. Have fun. Because it was, I mean, it was very uh, it was dilapidated, terrible. and it was, it was, it was weird. Empty. There's um, no medical, but there's, there, there's that timeless thing again. Yeah. So, sure, there's no, like, heavy-duty electronic clean. equipment. But it was not clean. It, it was, was not a bed. It no. was not an examining it room. It looked like an unused room. Yeah, they literally just shoved him off to yeah. the side. The hospital's probably like, you can kill him in here, and it's fine. Just they whatever. Showed, they're like, oh, Falcone, and they threw him somewhere and ran. Yeah, that's pretty much what I got from it. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> Penguin and Butch visit, um, and uh, <laughs> with it's flowers not say, and an automatic weapon. Yeah, it's but it's it's not to say get well. No. And, say get worse. <laughs> and uh, Falcone, he's like, oh, he he knows. Well, yeah. Once he's, he's a he knows. Once uh, Penguin starts monologuing. The monologue. And he's like, he calls him old friend. And he's like, I did this to you. And he gets gets a scalpel out. It's a great, it's a decent monologue. It as is far a decent as monologues monologue. go. Stupid though, because apparently well, you Maroney's, know what Maroney's people are on their way. Yes, so I they mean, are. kill him quick. Which I don't know why Penguin felt the need to do it himself. Well, yeah. If Harvey knows that Maroney's people are on their way. 
Penguin should know. That Penguin Harvey's... should know that. And you think Penguin he would... should know that Harvey knows that. Well, Penguin should know that, that Maroney knows on the way. Yeah, because he didn't want to be anywhere near Maroney. No, Maroney made it very scared, clear yeah, that the only thing keeping him the only thing keeping him alive was Falcone. Maroney right. made that quite clear. Well, and if he goes in here and kill, kills Falcone, yeah. So I don't I don't understand why he didn't just sit back and let it's Maroney a, yeah. take over. When you have different writers, the the motivations got lost yeah. somewhere in this scene. It was real kind of sudden because I really didn't expect Penguin to show up. Yeah. To, so I bet. I wonder if that. So I do wonder if that was Penguin's men that was on the back of the motorcycle. Oh, uh, Maroney's they men. Because if him it were Maroney's men, the Maroney's men would have been at the hospital waiting. That's true. But if Penguin sent the motorcyclists to yeah. blow him up, then Penguin would know already that he would be there, and he would be the first ones there. Maroney's hearing it through the grapevine. Yeah, that's true. That that's a very good it point. Makes, it makes sense. Because and Maroney wouldn't have just shot his car. Maroney would have killed him in the street. Maroney would have flat out killed him. And I'm pretty and sure he would have done it himself. Yeah, he probably would have shown his face. Yeah. So. Whatever. So, uh, Penguin's all about that it was just business. Um, he calls him mentor. He calls him friend. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm the, gonna be the king of Gotham now. Yay. Until Jim busts up the party. Right. Now, Penguin, oh, now, and we've had this discussion. Penguin, oh, we discussed it that night mm-hmm. when it aired. Yeah. Penguin opens that drawer and there's all those utensils. And by utensils, I mean like medical equipment. Yeah. Utensils, not forks and knives. In an unused room. Right. Whatever. And none of them's wrapped or anything. But yeah. Timeless. Whatever. whatever. I'm timeless so equals I'm not so hygienic. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. So I think even in the 50s, something would have been. I don't know. Like in a, in something, not just laying in a drawer. They, they were organized pretty well though. Yeah. But when he opened, my point I'm trying to get to, when he opens that drawer, I knew instantly he was going for the scalpel. I did too. Your eyes immediately go to Something it. Something about the placement. Yeah, the way they were framed and placed mm-hmm. and it was just like scalpel. If he had picked up something else, I'd have been what? Yeah. It would have been really, really weird. Yeah. And he's going to go in and he, the penguin's going to like slit his, I can't sure what he was planning to do with it. <laughs> I don't Stab either. him. I don't slice either. Slice him. That's just a, there's no guarantee. But yet they brought gonna, a gun. Uh, personal? I don't Penguin know. Penguin likes to knife people, though. He does. He does prefer knifing. I hope. I hope. Um, Butch brought a sandwich. He he probably did. You know, Butch is probably prepared. I'm sure he is. He's he's a, he's a good underling. He is. <laughs> and so Jim arrests them for attempted murder, which which was hilarious. Just seems completely farcical. And they in let this, him in this situation. They did. They outnumber him, and they both had weapons. One. Yeah, Butch had that big old. Got him, and they just okay. <laughs> it was so bizarre, and so uh, Jim handcuffs them, and um, Penguin pleads with him the whole time, and um, Falcone is kind of not quite to the level of pleading, but Falcone's just like, "Listen, Gotham's gonna fall apart without me," and Jim's like, "Yep, I know. Absolutely, that's why I'm here. That's the only reason I'm here." And so Falcone wants two days at a safe house, and then he can take the city back. Which I don't understand any of that. I don't either. First of all, why has he not done it already? Mm-hmm. There's and been a mob war. What what good can he do that he hasn't done already? Yeah. And what I preparation can take place in two days at a safe house and then he can to some, swoop in I don't and know. save the city? Especially with Maroney's, uh, the loyal Falcone's men switching over to... What? I don't... Yeah, yeah I don't... It made no sense. Uh, whatever. It I don't understand. Forwards the plot. Um, so, Penguin just gets more and more panicked as the minutes go by. <laughs> it's great, though. <laughs> The escalation like, oh, is shit, this didn't go well. it's so it's it's 
dramatic, yes, but at the same time, it was so funny. Yeah, it really was. Um, and so Jim calls uh, Harvey, and he's like, hey, guess what kind of a shitty situation I'm in now? <laughs> Harvey's just, get out. Get yeah, out. Harvey's like, get out. And uh, so Jim's like, but I can't. Get out. Jim's like, okay, we're going to take everybody out. Um, and so he's like, I'm going to get Falcone out. And um, he's, he's Harvey's like, no. He's Jim. like, what else does he have to lose? Um, and so he goes out in the hallway. He's not wrong about that, though. No, that's Jim true. Jim has fallen so far. Yeah, yeah. In the eyes of the Gotham, the peop- whoever these people are that are running, because we still don't know. We still don't know who's in charge. Um, and so Jim goes out in the hallway, and there's this there's this guy with this massive leather trench coat. That is, you know who that is. The you, you that's the guy who uh, got out of, just got out of jail. Yeah, that Maroney. Yeah, met I didn't at notice that, that the first the time you told me. That. Well, yeah, he's, uh, we see. Jimmy Bones? Jimmy Bones, that's right. Yeah. Because when we see, uh, originally, that Penguin's going to, to buy the bar, and there's that photograph behind him. Right. When he's standing, there's Maroney in the sky. Well, then he comes out, when the one's releasing, that's the same guy. Okay. He's huge. Okay. He is. He's a big Very guy. Very large human being. And, um. <laughs> he's like Hodor big. Yeah. And so Jim goes back, and, um, he goes back to talk to Falcone, and I didn't. I guess the whole hallway thing was like trying to scope out a escape route. I and, suppose. And uh, so he tells Falcone that, <laughs> which is which is always nice to hear, that you're the least worst option. Um, I always like being told that. Sure. That, that you're sure. horrible, but the you know you're five thousand evils. Yeah. And so uh, Penguin just freaks out more and more, and he's like, "I'm gonna call in my favor." <laughs> you think he would have <laughs> called it in to be like, "Can I kill Falcone? You owe me." I guess he probably knew that Jim was gonna be like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, I think that would have automatically been vetoed. Yeah. <laughs> immediately. Um, and so uh he he lets uh he tells Falcone he's like, All right, I'll be right back. Don't kill Penguin and Butch. Falcone looks and, so disappointed. And then he runs back out and um he confronts Commissioner Commissioner Loeb who was there. Why is he showing is he not implicating himself by showing up? Yeah, I don't know. On I guess so many levels. And and we have that whole damn guard. Well, I guess Jimmy Bones had to go out and tell Commissioner I guess Commissioner yeah, Loeb was right outside. I don't know. Or some shit. He's like, "Hey, you know, you're you got one of your guys is in here. Can you come?" <laughs> Cuz he does try to talk him into getting out. He does. He, he does. tells him he tells him to go. And right. Jim's like, "Nope." Because he, he doesn't want to kill Jim. No. Um, which is surprising because you think that would be you, a great excuse. Especially with what Jim knows. Yeah. It would have been easy. You think, I mean, a cop dies, gunshot. It was a firefight. He was trying to protect he was, the good he was trying citizen to protect, of Gotham. Yeah, uh-huh. And it was just, oh, it was a tragic. I mean, that would have been perfect. He had an out. Yeah, he had a total out. But I don't know why. But Loeb didn't argue too terribly hard. No. So. <laughs> but, but, of course, Jim can't just be like, nope, I'm going to stay. He's like... And then I'm going to come back for you and lock you Speaking up. Speaking of mon- there's so many monologues in one scene. Oh my good lord, Jim. Um, maybe now is not the time to monologue, but whatever. Um, and so we have this big gunfight. And um, the mobsters went to the Stormtrooper School of Marksmanship. Yes, Marksman yes they did. I'm glad you said that because I was going to. And uh, <laughs> nobody hits anybody. Um, and Jim does this uh, double-handed does. in the air gun hero shot. <laughs> it was so Point break. It, uh, yeah, it immediately <laughs> re- reminded me of Hot Fuzz. Yes. Where he's like, have you ever dove through the air and shot two guns have you ever at the shot same a gun time? into the air and screamed? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very watch point Fuzz. break slash Hot Fuzz. I gotta watch that again. Um, but then we get Harvey 
coming in to save the day. Because as we all know, the GCPD is next door to everywhere. That is the only thing that makes sense. It's like in the middle. Because they just talked on the so, phone. So you got GCPD in the middle. I told you I'm going right. to draw this out one day. Yes, you are. And I've, I've just now decided that the GCPD is in the middle. Okay, it's and central. And around the GCPD is Arkham, Wayne Manor, Barbara's clock tower. Right. In a circle. The hospital. All around... And in the middle is GCPD. (laughs) I've decided. And then right outside that circle are the docks. Right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. See? And that's why there's so much dock. Right. Because that's it. That's all there is to Gotham. Wow. Gotham is very, very small. It is. It's It's very It's like Dolphin Island small. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, Harvey comes in and saves the day. And he has his hat. And he doesn't care. And he's just like, whatever. Because um, Jim tries to explain to him, oh, well, I've got two more people. And, and he's like, I don't even care. He's like, whatever. Because he's like, okay, so not only am I being a dumb shit and trying to get Falcone out, but I've also got Penguin and Butch just, you know, for the party. Harvey just wants to save Jim. Harvey's like, whatever. And so they get into the incredible bulletproof ambulance. Yes. And if anywhere is going to have a bulletproof ambulance, it would Gotham, be Gotham. Yeah, would be yeah. that place. And uh, so they evade Maroney himself and all his thugs. So many. Um, so Maroney was going to come do the hit on Falcone himself, which does not surprise me. Now that does not surprise me. So that te- th- that does make a lot more sense. Is what you were saying is Maroney was not behind the rocket launch. Because he would have just he killed w- him. He would have been at the hospital waiting for him. Yeah. To show or up. Or just done it himself. Right. Yeah, Maroney's very much a do-it-himself kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, because we were surprised uh, last episode. Penguin gets other people to do it. That's we, his method. Yeah, when we saw at the end, they showed Maroney going to shoot stuff up himself. Yes. So I was like, damn. So that, yeah. That's yeah. headcanon accepted. Yeah. there's the It's the only explanation for why Penguin was the one that was at the hospital and not Maroney. Right. I'm telling you, we should write this freaking show. We should. <laughs> so, Call us. So we go to, uh, we go get a real quick scene. Go next door to Wayne Manor. To, right next door to Wayne Manor. And uh, Bruce is searching the study. Um, and he has absolutely no clue about what they're even looking for. No, no. Which, which really helps. No, and he's not being very methodical about no, it. No, and, and I feel, it, I just continually feel bad for Alfred in this whole episode. Because he's like, up. the fuck, I have to clean this up. He's like, oh, God, you're not even, you're, there's, there's, there's no system. Because like you would there, have a system. There, there was no. You start at one end of the room on yep. one wall, yep. and you methodically move your. And you can even search. put it back when you're done. Hello. Yeah. Uh, p- yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know you would oh, have Alfred. a system. You'd be efficient. <laughs> Alfred is my spirit animal. <laughs> or Al- I'm, I'm Alfred's spirit animal. I don't know. One I don't know how that would work. Both. Both is good. Um. <laughs> so we go to this warehouse, and I'm pretty sure this is where. Uh, Harvey and this Jim is, were. It's the only warehouse in town. So. That's true. So this is where Harvey and Jim were brought in episode one. Falcone says uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows about this big, huge warehouse. Yeah. Unless they're dead people. Which I'm pretty sure this is where he met with his lieutenants several episodes ago before Nico died. Is this not the same place where they had um, Harvey and Jim hung up on meat hooks or yeah. something? And this is where that we got the first chicken thing. I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where Fish is like, um, are you not gonna, you know, do something? And he's like, anyway, this chicken is great. Isn't this a great chicken? Yeah. And she's like, so anyway. Yeah, so nobody knows about this warehouse except yeah. everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> except for the, the entire rest of the city. I don't, it, and who uses a warehouse for a safe house? Is, are Stupid there, people. Are there supplies there? I don't, there it didn't bed? look like it. 
because all, all safe houses should have like food and bedding and ammo clothes and, and ammo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, but we don't, we don't really find out what they were planning to do there because Cat uh, surprises them. She has a gun and a makeover, a gang makeover. Yes, they're they just left the set of hook. Yes, and so they came over here. Right, Rufio helped them get dressed. Right, clearly and then they came on over. Right. Um, and so they went to Neverland. Yeah, and so I'm like, wow, Selena looks really cool. And then Fish comes she in, does look, and oh, Fish they, looks so badass. Do looks so freaking cool. She's got this undercut, and she's got like shit glued to her head, and it's really cool. And I think and, it's stapled in her head. I'm not. Really and sure. she rocking some serious cleavage. She is now. I like that they didn't. They while they still dress Selena up, they didn't they sexy. Did her. not sexy her. Yeah, I do too. I like the fact Yay. that they are respecting the fact that she is a child. Right, but still, her and Fish still matched. They do. She but looked like a little mini me kind she of. She did, but Fish had the cleavage and the mm-hmm. woman more womanly. Yeah, wiles yeah. thing going on there. And like I said, they matched, mm-hmm. but Selena wasn't sexy. I mean, like her collar came all the way up. And yeah, shit. Selena looked more tough than sexy. Which is good because she is still a child. She is a yeah, she's a little one. So I, yeah, I like she's that. She's not too. as young as the character. Still, st- she's a kid. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That would have been. Yeah. Um. So as soon as I want more of that, we we move. Yeah. And we we go to Barb and Leslie's therapy time. At the clock tower. At the clock tower, and um, she says that uh. It doesn't feel real. And Leslie kind of tries to elaborate. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I know what happened. Right. This right now doesn't feel real. Not right. not the fact that my parents are dead or anything like that. No, no, that happened. But I feel like I'm going to wake up and he's still going to be alive. And he's still going to be coming for me. Right. Um, and so. Which is a horrible feeling. Yeah horrible horrible feeling and so we we she's still with this glassy stare this just vague it's almost like she's just placidly reciting something the lights are on but ain't nobody home nobody's home um it's a vacant clock and it is daylight yes it It is is daytime so they're for there for a long time yeah and so we go back to uh to fish and the boys and she's so upset about butch she is clearly everything and, else. She's all tough. And yeah, and then in she, charge. Oh, and, she calls him my poor baby. What have they done to you? And he's you can tell he's really confused. Sure he is. Um, and so then she calls Maroni, and they're gonna talk. They're gonna talk terms. Yep. Um, and so already I'm like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> this is gonna be good. And uh, so we go to the boys that are all tied up, and Falcone has. Uh, a knife hidden in his sock. Yeah, it's the same knife that he had at the hospital. Yes. They didn't find the knife. They didn't it's find the in knife. My sock. And Jim's like, nobody wants to go through old men's socks. No. And Jim's like, great. What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. I'm tied like, up. I've got a knife. He's like, yeah, my hands are up here. But that's great that you have a knife in your foot that doesn't no good. I don't think Falcone can contort himself. <laughs> Do a high kick. No. Prop no. it up on Jim's shoulder. I don't think can you see? You're seeing it in your head, yes, aren't you? Right. It's horrible. <laughs> and then the lights come on uh-huh. and they're wearing flashy dresses. Sorry. That would be a whole new show. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> And so Selena comes over and Jim's like, hey, hey. His eye wig I think this is the most emotion he, tries, he showed all season. He like try and she's like, What are you trying to signal me? 
<laughs> oh. oh, you're trying to get me to help. And she's like, that's not going to happen. I kind of sort of know you. That doesn't mean I'm going to screw up the best the best gig I've ever had or job I've ever had yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she says gig, which yeah. I, love, I just love that word. Um, um, and Jim gets no slack. <laughs> none. She's like, mm, no. Yeah. Uh, and so Fish is talking. She to likes where, well, you got to understand, she's got this great, strong female role model going she on does. over here. She's like, ooh, continue to Help. live at Barb's with crazy pants or go over here with Fish. <laughs> if I had to choose between the two. I'd choose Fish. Every single time. Yep. yep, yep I don't yep. care how much money Barb has got. Yeah, exactly. And, um. So Fish is dealing with Maroni, and they're they're going to have a deal for Falcone's head. Uh, she's going to get all her old territory territories back. Yeah. And um, while she's you know she hangs up, and then Butch needs to lie down. Yeah. He's so he seems so ill and confused. Yeah, and he's rubbing and his head, and she immediately she's like, "No, no, go, go, yeah, yeah." So go do I what you gotta do. I really like that they carried through her her uh relationship with butch me too i really really like well that. and that they kept uh the i don't want to say not the whole focus but they carried that that storyline of butch's brainwashing or whatever yeah. it is you want to call it through thread all the way through this yeah and um she promises penguin retribution for what he did to butch oh yeah but penguin didn't do it yeah doesn't matter though he was with penguin yeah yeah. And she's going to kill him regardless. Oh, yeah. E- yeah. Even so. And she's, let's see, she's going to kill Falcone. Yep. She's going to kill Jim. But but quick. She's going to make it quick. She's going to make it quick. Penguin's going to last. Yeah. Penguin Penguin gets. Falcone's, she's going to take some time with. Yeah. Jim's going to go quick. Harvey's fine. Harvey, we're cool. We're cool. I was like, yeah. yay, Harvey lets to live. And Harvey looks like, what? Um, <laughs> so we go it's so relieved. We go back to Listen the clock to tower, and um, awful therapy time continues. Um, Awkward. and Barb tells Leslie, and she's like, Jason saw right through her right away. Immediately, he knew her, and she says that it is, and I quoted it because it was weird, scary but thrilling. And I'm like, no part of that should have been thrilling. No, none of it. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. It's th- this whole thing is just bizarre, and she's like, "Aren't all the best guys a little scary?" And no. Then, and the then, answer to that question answer is, is no. no. The answer is no, Barb. Um, no, Barb, which should be the subtitle of the show. Um, but then again, it's that ongoing trope that you see all the time about how women like the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. The bad boys. Mm-hmm. Which I went through my face, but I totally got over that. Although I love me some Winter Soldier, but whatever. Yeah. Um, fictional bad boys or one fi- thing. Yeah, fictional are great because you can fix them. Yeah. You, you just re- you just write a fanfic. Yeah, and it's and, all, it's and all it works out, it, right? Yeah, it's a fix-it fic. It's fine. But Barb says she was way more scared of Jim Gordon on her first date than she was of Jason. Yeah, I don't get that at all. And she goes on and on about that, and she asks uh, whether or not Jim ever hit uh, Leslie. Leslie and Leslie's like why would he ever hit me or anybody and this whole scene I'm sitting there thinking Jim wouldn't hit a fly no he's too he's Penguin too, yes a fly <laughs> Bullock maybe just to see he really is you know they might punch Bullock and um and she's he like she's it. like you know out of passion and Leslie's passion like, no. for what Leslie's like no and um Barb knows that they're dating which, right away, alarm bells should have been just a clanging in Leslie's head. <laughs> alarm bells should have been clanging in Leslie's head when Barb insisted that she do the therapy. Yeah, at her house. No, no, no. 
Leslie should have gotten bells going off when Barb was her patient to begin yes. with. Yes. I'm like, I, I'm surprised Leslie oh should have been like, um, can you go to a normal doctor? I work on dead folk. I know. Shouldn't she be going to a specialized doctor that handles these kind of cases? It's not like she's got. You notice where uh, Barb, when he, um, she got her, when Jason had her by the throat, mm-hmm. she there was a cut. Yeah, there was a cut. Because Jim goes up and starts doing the pressure thing. There's no scar or anything. On yeah. Her, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <sighs> I wish there would have been. Would have, made, <laughs> would have made Barb at least interesting to look at. Yeah, slightly. Do you remember when when Barb first appeared and we were all excited because there was a bisexual character on the yes, show? Yes, that, that lasted for about a hot second. I'm so disappointed. They did such horrible things. Her and Montoya. Well, Montoya's... Montoya's... Canonically, she's a lesbian. Canonically, yeah, she's but a But we don't know in Gotham. We don't know. And yeah. Yeah, I don't want to assume one way, or th- but we've only seen her with women, so we this don't is know true. what else to do. This is true. Of course, we haven't seen her in episodes and episodes. Or uh, Alan. Yeah. So who knows what Montoya and Alan are up to these they're days? They're talking to docs. <laughs> they're talking or bums at the dock. Yeah, they're canvassing, they're canvassing the dogs. There's lots of dogs. Um, and so Barb is like, "Oh, I'm happy for you guys," and and she's like, "You know, I'm gonna feed you," and. It's like, oh, good, let's add food to the awkward mix. That's going to make it better. Yeah, because I'm always awkward when let's food have some gets cake. involved. Yeah, let's have some uh, cake. Uh, so we go to Maroney, and um, he meets with Fish. Oh, my God. I, this scene just makes my skin crawl thinking about it. Yeah, and uh, the whole time Penguin's like, he's he's doing what he does best, which is groveling and sniveling. <laughs> he's so good at it, And he, he starts calling her Miss Mooney again. And uh, he still, he says he still loves and respects her, which I thought was interesting and horrible. Because I'm like, uh, the fish is not going to buy anything no, from I you. Can, and I can see the respecting but side not the of love. it, but not the loving. No, no. Um, and so uh, he tells her, he's like, Maroney's going to turn on you the second Falcone is dead. And uh, Maroney's like, shut up. Uh, just, you know, I don't, I don't, she's not, it's not like she's another boss. She's an underboss. Yeah. Oh, and here's where it gets going. And uh, he calls her babes. Babes. And she very politely tells him not to. That she does not like that. No. Um, and basically, he continues to be a misogynist jerk. And, um, you know, they kind of talk about how, um, you know, she's she's below him still. He considers her below him. Right. And, that, and she's like, oh, come on, we're partners. And he's like, yeah, sure, we're partners. I'm number one, and you're... And makes her say... And makes her say number two, which is just... Oh, it's just oh, awful. And um, so he just continues to be an ass. And uh, he gets... He gives this little speech to his guys. I called it... Uh, a, my note says, Maroney turns and makes a rah-rah speech to his men. He does. He does. And we're going to rule Gotham. Isn't that right, babes? And apparently two babes is enough, and she shoots him in the head. Oh, I don't know. I think he went for three or four. Oh, did he? There were many, many. I think there was a honey in there, too. There was a honey and a... Oh yeah. My. But she just... and Calmly? This, without hesitation, just pulls her arm up, boom, bang, he's dead. Yeah. But the way the scene was shot, they pull back to the distance. Yeah. And the way she's standing, I'm just like, yes. Oh, it felt it was so satisfying. She's got one foot in front of the other, and she's got her shoulders back, and she pulls the arm up, and yep. boom. Yep, it was I'm very satisfying. So justifying. Yeah, felt so because after Great. all the the creepiness. Yeah, it was just like yeah. 
Yeah, and but, Kim smarming it up in that last scene made it all the better. It did. They played it really well. That was some great directing right there. Yeah, yeah. That was some great acting. Right, some decent writing too. Yeah, that yeah. Whole scene was just it worked. Lovely. It, it just was so worked. Lovely. But, but I do have a problem with it. Okay, Maroney's dead. Right. That's kind of not something that's happened in canon, if correct? Maroney is dead. Who makes Two Face? Oh. Maroney is the person who throws acid on Harvey Dent, which is the creation of Two Face. Right. Because that ends that trauma is what sparks off his schizophrenia or whatever, or, his psycho, whatever. Yeah. His splits his personality. Yeah, his split personality. And he becomes Two-Face out of that. But that's Maroney's doing. Oh. If Maroney is dead... Who gonna do it? How are we going to get Two-Face? And we're quite a ways, theoretically, from... We're, yeah. I'm from thinking, Two-Face. I'm thinking they need Harvey Dent to be Harvey Dent for at least another two or... Th- yeah. At least into season three. I, I think maybe in, we could go as far and as season And even then, three. that would be a stretch because at least canonically, like, Two-Face doesn't happen until after Batman's until Batman. I, yeah, because Batman and Two-Face were really good. Because, well, Harvey Dent's already too old in this show anyway. That's true. That's true. They may just be going completely off book on that. Yeah, because Harvey Dent, Gordon, and Batman were like three buddy buds fighting yeah. crime until uh, he became Two-Face. Yeah. But that Ooh. was after Gordon became commissioner. That's true. So, so, yeah, I think it would have to be lines. towards the end of season three before I could accept it. Yeah. At the at the earliest. But who's going to do it? How's it going to happen? But, yeah, how is it going to come about? Is it going to be Gordon? Oh, who knows? Or it could be that Penguin. Would, could be, yeah. Who, They're going to have to back off knows? on Penguin, though. Who the hell knows? I love Penguin, but I do too. everything can't be Penguin, 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 That's Penguin, Penguin. That's true. Water, 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 water. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I apologize. <laughs> so we get this nice little beat of everybody in the room going, what the fuck just happened? I know. It was a great dramatic pause. Because it gave us a minute. It, the audience needed that. Because I remember we were texting each other during the finale and we were like, what <gasps> just happened? Did that really? Yeah. I was like, is this a dream sequence? Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> um, and then chaos erupts. Um, and Kat's the first one to run. Yeah, she is. She says, fuck this shit. Yes, she does. And all, being bad was all fun and games until, until somebody got hurt and she was out of there. Yeah. And so uh, Penguin escapes and um, sort of Harvey is able to free Falcone and Jim. Because at least. apparently he, I, I don't remember, he must have already been freed by the time because she told yeah. him we're cool. So she must have set him and free. And that was before Maroney got there. Before so. Maroney showed up. Yeah. And so what has he just been awkwardly hanging out? They would not necessarily, I guess he's part of the gang now. He would have to become part of Fish's. Yeah, or he's probably like, because, you know, he can't just let Jim go and then run away and then. He, he loves him, Jim. He does. And uh, somehow he got the knife out of Falcone's sock. sock. Uh. Yeah, I wish they'd have shown a little more. Yeah. Showing uh, Harvey getting, not getting the sock. Somebody telling Harvey this 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 sock knife yeah. was there. <laughs> sock knife. Yeah. Unless he just happened to, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Everything happens really, really, really fast. It does. Um, and so then we go back to the clock tower. Again. And they're having coffee and cake. And more some really good looking cake though. I know, right? More mm. horrible talking. And uh Leslie wants to get to uh, cause uh, Leslie's probably just like, Can we just get this the fuck over with? 
So she wants to talk about well, what was done to Barb. What I don't understand is how it is that Leslie seems to think that they can have this one conversation and Barb will be all fixed. Yeah, that's not how therapy works. That kind of therapy is That proves little... right there that Leslie should not be your therapist. No idea what's going on. <laughs> in, in this extreme case, maybe a couple of times a week. Yeah. And then once a week. And then... Yeah. But this is not just... Having one long conversation... This is not how it works. No, no. We're just going to talk television. for hours. Um, and so, yeah... And Barb's like, I don't know that you want to go there with me. And Leslie's like, No, it's okay. Um, don't don't worry about me. We, you know, we need to talk through this. And then Barb's like, I'm doing like, this for Jim. I mean, I'm doing this for you. I mean, yeah. why am I doing this? I don't know. Ca- There's cake. There's cake. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a cheesecakey strawberry it shortcake good. It looking. It looked good. It looked good. Yeah. Um, and so Barb just wants to know, Does Jim love you, Leslie? Has he told you? Has he told you he loves you? Um, and she lies. She does because he has. Yeah, he has. Sort of. It's your creepy serial killer boyfriend that brought it out in him. <laughs> Thanks for that. Because that's how you tell people you love them. <laughs> I need to go find a serial killer. I know. And so, uh, so she tells Leslie what happened with her and Jason. <sighs> yeah. So we go back to the fun storyline. Yeah. Um, the and good one. Jim and Harvey and Falcone. Um, they kind of uh, go to some other weird place with a storage trailer. Um, but Falcone's like, yeah, I'm done now. I'm, I'm going to be done now. We're, I'm just going to get away and, you know, I'm going to uh, have a, ho- a house uh, down south. And I'm just going to go there. And Harvey's yeah, like, is there any work for ex-cops? Harvey's <laughs> like, I'm too old for this shit too, man. Pretty much. Um, and, and Falcone's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm ready for the side plot. Okay. Falcone and Bullock. <laughs> the spinoff. On the lake house. <laughs> the spinoff series. Yeah. On Gotham Pond. On Gotham Pond. I love it. <laughs> oh, God. That's the Bullock best thing ever. He has to take ever. his hat, right? He does have to take his hat. The, and his glasses. Because what's his name on the Golden Henry Pond? Fonda, yeah. He had the hat. Yeah. So. He had the hat. Yay! On Gotham Pond. I Next like time that. on Gotham Pond. Can somebody Pond. please Photoshop that for us? Oh God, that would be awesome. Please make the on Gotham Pond, uh, you know, I need it movie so poster. Bad now. I need it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would be great. I'm gonna put that in our show notes. Okay. Don't let me forget. <laughs> okay. Um, and so uh, their vacation planning has to be interrupted by uh, Selena. Well, apparently uh, she's she's regrouped. Yeah, and so she's she's found them personally and with people. Yeah, so. she's found them in this weird trailer or whatever they're hiding in. Um, <laughs> and she hams it up, man. Mm. Cat got your tongue. Oh, is she? Is she? I don't. I, they might Cat be teasing girl? the fact that she's Catwoman. I don't. I don't know. I don't know that she I'm is. I'm not sure. Um, it's it's but been <laughs> it's been really a uh, hit or miss there. Um, so we go back to fish and um. Falcone now tells Fish that he's done. He's like, listen, I'm not a threat to you anymore. I'm out. I'm done. You can have what you want. And she's almost like she's ready to accept it from him. Yeah. Because I think she would, without a fight, maybe get him to sign whatever the hell papers she was trying to get him to How sign the first sign time. sign over mob rights? I, I don't. Who the hell Maybe knows? it's the rights to some property or some shit. I, that's the only thing that would a make symbol- sense. A symbolic sort yeah. of thing. As All his legitimate an- businesses. Right. Um, and yeah, she seems almost ready to actually just let him go i think she really does care and respect i think she does too and i think even even though a lot of it was self-justification with what she told him when she tried to take over which was like listen Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna take you out and you might as well just be able to get out of this game now this way 
Right. You can't just walk away when you're when you get older and even more feeble. No, in the mob world, that just doesn't happen. No. Um, and so I know so much about the mob world. Yeah, of you know. course, absolutely. We watch The Sopranos. Um, <laughs> so at uh, least up to season five. Before she has a chance to say yay or nay, they're interrupted by gunfire. Who gave Penguin a gun? Somebody took his sweater away, didn't they? Yeah. And, and it's he's, like he's, and he's, he's hungry, and so he's just he's, like out for he's blood. He's hangry. He's hangry, and he not just does he pick up a gun, but it's one of those automatic, big, huge those guns. Gigantic, with the, yeah. It's got the uh, the clip, the, the brace thing. Well, it looks like it's a a prop thing yeah. under the bottom of it. Yeah, to hold, you know, like you hold it up like a sniper gun. Yeah, and he's just waving and it's it around. Huge, <laughs> and it's it looks and, and you're just like, oh, honey, it's hilarious. Um, and he's like, fish, screaming, and um. So, <laughs> kill some of her mooks. Yeah, yeah, and so she makes a break for it. She's smart though. She runs up some stairs. Yes, she runs up to the roof, which was very smart because it's not conceivably like going to be able to. No, he's not super yeah. fast. So, so Bullock and Jim and Falcone escape in a car again. Again, they get the hell out of Dodge again. Um, and at this point, I don't know why Jim and Harvey are still toting Falcone around because he—they—he's already told them there's well, no hope of of him taking the city back. Right, and Jim was like, "The only reason you're alive is because." So why is Jim still? I don't know. Who the hell knows? Because it would Habit. be because because I would guess without Falcone with them, they wouldn't be pursued as heavily. I'm sure they'd be chased after, but not eventually. Like, yeah, but they want Falcone, not necessarily yeah. them. Exactly. Um, and so we go back to therapy time and, um, is that anything like adventure time? No, oh, nothing like that. And, um, so Barb tells Leslie how Jason took her on a road trip, road um, trip. And she realized halfway there where they were going to see her parents. Um, and she talks about... Well, that's what you do with new boyfriends. That That is, you introduce them to your parents, and yep. then, then they die. Um, and so... Is that how it works? I've been doing it yeah, wrong all this time. Yeah, you've been doing it completely wrong. Um, and so, they talk about her horrible childhood. And um, her parents never supported her. You know, they always tried to tear it? her down. Eat away at her soul. Yeah, those aren't great parents. Oh, wow, you need to go for therapy for other reasons. Yeah, you probably should have been in therapy already. Um, if it was that horrible. Um, yeah, grinding away at my soul. And um, and then she says, even as I was killing them, they gaped at me. And Leslie's no, no. like, wait, wait, what? No, no. Leslie's like, no, no, Jason killed them. And she's like, no, no I did. It was me. She stabbed them a lot, and then she slit their throats. And uh, Leslie's like, oh, shit. Uh, I'm in trouble. And why is that, there that huge knife on yeah. the table in the first place? Cake? That they haven't touched. Giant cake and knife. Now, even though oh, and now has, the sun is down. Yes, now the sun is down. And that helicopter yes. is circling the tower for some unknown reason. Yep. It's the secret police. You know it is. Yes, it is. It is. It's the Night Vale secret police. And we talked police. about it when we were watching it. There, originally, when it they aired. They showed it the prominently circling and the lights shining in through well there's tons of windows it's kind of hard to miss yeah but just over and over and over and I, I originally was thinking at some point that it was part of the gang war yeah that they're just these helicopters circling trying to help maintain whatever Something. they could some level of peace around the 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 gang war right but it's just gotham can't is i told telling you the 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 P GCPD is right there in the middle. Yeah, 
and everything surround it, and then water. That's yeah. all there is to the city. Pretty much. That's that's basically it. So it's circling over and over and over. But yeah, they showed it so prominently, though. That's why I was like, it's got to be a thing, and it turned out to not be a thing. Um, mm, it wasn't. And so uh, Leslie wants to run, and then Barb's like, are you uncomfortable? That was that's probably the best line <laughs> that Barb's ever insane that Barb has ever had. Are you uncomfortable? And she holds up the knife. How about now? How about now? And I'm like, okay, I kind of like you now. Okay, so Barb's kind of cool now. You're great, bad. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so they have this super fun chase. And Leslie goes. Super for, fun chase. Yes. And by fun, um, it's terrifying uh, for Leslie. Yes. For us, it was kind of entertaining. It was. Um, and so Leslie goes to the bathroom for some reason. But she smartens I, up. She, yeah. she once she, It was a bad place to run to because there's no other exit. Right. But, of course, where else are you going to... I mean, really, where are you going to go? Yeah. But she she busts the mirror, which was really smart, and then grabs a towel to, to pick the up shard. the shard, which yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. now you're thinking. Thank you for not being an idiot. Or just screaming. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, and... um. So. Doesn't she try to call somebody? She try to call Jim with her phone or something. There's like no signal. Yeah, something like Some that. Crap. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> right as uh we get like into this chase, we cut to um the Jim best Harvey comedic relief scene ever. Jim Harvey and Falcone just chilling in the elevator with some old lady and her dog. And it's like, oh hey, how you oh, doing? Oh, they haven't cleaned up a bit. No, we're know. all we're all bloody, and yeah. you know we've and been through elevator hell. music. It's yep. a great elevator too. Yeah, it, that was that was really cool relief. Um, it was hilarious. So we go back to the fight because uh, it's now it's a fight, uh, and Leslie and Barb fight a lot. I liked the fight. I did I th- too. I thought the I thought the fight was very well done. It did not look. Um, like, you know how when you see fights and it's like, okay, first of all, those two characters would not be jumping around like damn martial artists because they're they're not professional right, fighters. Right, This isn't Agent May. No, no. And so it didn't feel, it felt like a very desperate, like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get out of this right. kind of a but fight. It, but at the same time, it wasn't underdone. No. Like, there wasn't all, I mean, there was hair pulling. Yeah. Because that's what you do. But it wasn't like a, what I would consider a stereotypical girl fight. Right. It wasn't a regular cat fight. Yeah. You know, where you're like, oh, God. What's hair pulling and scratching. Yeah, this and is somebody's were, wet dream, some, isn't it? There yeah. was some punching and there was, yeah. Yeah I was, yeah, I was really well impressed with the choreography of it, finally. Um, <laughs> and uh, Leslie gets, uh, she gets on top of Barb. They're kind of tussling on the floor. Are you writing fanfic? No, I'm not. I hear that. Uh, this is what happened. Get on top of her. This yes, she did happened. actually. And she starts banging her head against I, the floor. Which was like, smart. Ah. Which was actually really smart to do. Like, it knock was. her ass out. Right. Um, and, of course, that's the second that Jim comes <laughs> in with his, new fr- with his new friend Falcone. And um, his old friend Harvey. And his old friend Harvey. And uh, Leslie's just like, she just went crazy. And I was really scared at this point. I was, too. I was afraid that he was not going to believe her. Yeah. I, that was my first instinct of, oh, God, please tell me. Barb's not going to come to and be like, I don't know what she's talking about. She went nuts. And then Jim takes Barb back. And I was just not happy. Because we're waiting for that to happen. Yes. Yes. Um, and so we we cut away and we go to Penguin. And he is up on the roof searching for fish. How did he get up? He took the elevator, didn't he? He must have. Um, and Or he had like Gabe carry him or something. I don't know. I don't know where Gabe is at this point. but Oh, Gabe. I'm yeah. Like, Who's, what's an angel doing? <laughs> It's another show. Oh, <laughs> Different never show. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and so Fish surprises him and she beats his ass with a pipe. Like a lot. <laughs> a lot. And they fight right up to the edge. 
And then Butch shows up with a gun. Because neither, neither one of them have a gun at this point. No. Or does Penguin have a gun at this point? No, she knocked it away. She knocked it away. Okay. And um, so he's, Butch is super conflicted. And both of them try to appeal to him. Yeah. You know me. You know I'm your girl. I'm your girl. And then Penguin says, remember your training. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure re- reminding him of a traumatic experience was the best way to go. No, probably not. And um, so then he shoots both of them. But he shoots fish first. Yes. And then immediately, as soon as he finishes shooting Penguin, he goes to her and he's like, I'm so sorry. And um, she's like, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, right, right. You know, she loves him. They, it's okay. They do. They do the mutual I love you thing. Uh, but yeah. it's not romantic. It's, no, it's... But it it's, doesn't feel romantic. It's still great, though. And it really is. I love that... I mean, he just... I love the love. He just fucking shot her, and she's like, it's okay, it's not your fault. Um, <laughs> yes, we see that she's a character that doesn't hold a grudge just for the sake of holding a grudge. Right. Um, she's somebody who actually cares. She's, I mean, there's real loyalty there. There really is, especially when it comes to Butch. Yes. and um, But then Penguin hits Butch on the head, and then pushes fish over the side into the water. <laughs> I'm king of Gotham. And it proceeds to awful. scream, I'm the king of Gotham. And all I can think of while he's standing up there is imagining the green screen that's actually behind <laughs> him and him having to act that scene out. And I'm like, you yeah. Thing. Yeah. I don't see how actors do this shit. I don't either. I just can't. Without like completely cackling. I want, I need me some behind the scenes of that. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Now, when Butch was deciding who to shoot, right? I was really, really worried that he was going to kill himself. We both were because we—that was our immediate concern. That's what I expected when we watched it to live. Happen. Yeah, was that he was going to turn the gun on himself? He was going to be so conflicted and confused and messed up that he was just going to take himself out that was the only option i saw coming yeah because i mean how does he choose i just oh my god he's gonna shoot himself and then yeah then he shot fish first i was like oh my god whoa wait yeah i didn't want that for him i didn't either but i so i'm glad i never thought i would say this at the beginning of the season but i'm glad butch is still alive who butch (laughs) gilzine we had to do it we had to do it uh, on the season finale i know right um and so I know, but yeah, I am too. He's yeah. become one of my favorite characters. And I didn't think that would happen, no. but surprisingly it did. And um so for some reason this isn't the end of the episode. And you know it's a good episode if I completely forgot about Ed and everything that happened the last episode. Mm-hmm. Cuz I was really excited to see where that went and I was like, "Oh, yeah, Ed, I forgot and about him." And this is the first time we've seen him all episode. Yes. And uh they saved a good one for last. They did. Um and so uh, Miss Kringle comes in and she finally picked up on the clue that he left in the note that was, you know, supposedly from Officer Doherty. Oh, sure. And it's his name, which, you know, that's subtle. And uh, he's like, oh, how odd. That's a coincidence. And he lies very badly. So badly. She seems to kind of believe it, though. I don't know. I don't think she does. Yeah. I got the impression that she did not believe it. She does like a bad boy. She does. Um, And so... At this point, she leaves, and Ed has completely left the building. And this is the break we've been waiting yes. for. Yes, for him. Uh, he starts talking to himself. He starts berating himself. Um, but he, he loves her. He loves her. Creepy. Yeah, and uh, so he continues to talk out loud about the murder he committed at the it's, police station. It's very Gollum. 
Yeah, it's very. <laughs> but yeah. the, the the camera angles and the the going back and forth. Yeah, is really great. Yeah, how they filmed this scene because he's having conversations with himself. Yeah, big time. Go and then away and never come back. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and so uh, we end it with some supervillain giggling. And I'm just like, wow, this should be interesting. The camera's going in and out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's like, that's what it feels like in his head. Yeah. Which was really Very kinda, fractured. and cool. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this is going to be interesting. But uh, Ed has left the building. Ed has totally left the building. Um, so I think we just saw the birth of the Riddler. Yeah. I just hope he takes Miss Kringle along with him. I do too. Oh, I hope. You know what I I hope happens? I want her to find out and be okay with it. And be like, okay, I'm with you now. All right, here's what I see. Here's what I see. I'm going to call it now. Okay. I should probably save this for the season two premiere episode, but it's in my head right now. Okay. Um, What I want to happen is she walks in on him at the ME lab. Mm hmm. Starts to help him with something, at first not realizing what's going on, but then catching on. Yeah. And then continuing to help him anyway. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even know she knows? Yeah. That kind Ooh. of way. And you know what I'm saying? And kind yeah, of weird, I want her to sort of somehow find out and be okay And with start it. helping him. Yeah. Do his Riddler thing. Yeah. And giving him, like, tips and ideas. Because she likes a bad boy. Yeah. And, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then him find him not really catch on at first because he's not real. He's not all there right now. Well, he doesn't pick up on shit to begin no, with. No, he doesn't. Bless him. But yeah, that's what I want to happen. That would be so cool. But yeah, I want her to be bad. I don't her know too. why. She'd make a great evil person. Yeah. I want I want her to be empowered. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I do too. I because want more she, of her because she's interesting, but I want more stuff from her. Right. Well, I mean, she was she dated Flash. She dated uh, Doherty, which put her in a submissive situation. Right. I want her to be more empowered. Yeah. And be evil. Yeah. In a Harley kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Still That'd need be me so some cool. Harley. Um, and so we're still not done. Uh because we have a Falcone and Jim chat and um, Falcone reiterates once again that he's he's done. Yeah, we're still at the clock tower. Yeah, and he says that Gotham needs a lawman now. And um, it turns out the weird sock knife was Jim's dad's knife. Which, you know, I give you knives all the time, right? I mean, yes, we, we give each other often. knives all the time. Just the other day. It's what friends do. They mm. exchange cutlery. Okay. Um, but he says it's that... It's a great knife, though. Yeah. It really is. He says that Jim's dad was the most honest man he'd ever met, but he also carried a knife. Yes. It was, um, a, it was a sudden birthday gift. Yeah. Meaning that, like, Jim's dad is not a dumb shit like Jim is. <laughs> he was honest, but he also knew about the realities of the world. Yeah. Where Jim still seems pretty damn idealistic. Not as much as he was in the beginning of the season, but, no. you know. But we also see that Falcone and Mr. Gordon, mm-hmm. senior, to differentiate him from Jim. Right. Um, they were buddies. Yep. They they were friends. Yep. As far as friends go. How mm. the hell that worked, I don't know. Well, you know, when two men are in love... <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of them must have had dark hair, and well, of course, Jim's dad probably had light hair, and then Falcone right. probably had so dark there hair. You go. There you go. And, so, and I'll bet right you right Jim's right dad was the short one. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Because Falcone's the, the tall one. There you go. That's how it works. That's how it works. Okay. Um, and then Falcone walks away. Very dramatically. Very dramatically. 
I'm sure if they could have mustered a sunset, like, they would have. Yeah, well, yeah, but they're they're at Barb's uh, uh, penthouse clock tower. Yeah. Out on the balcony, and then yeah. he walks back into the apartment. It's all dark. It's it's very dramatic. Yeah. And uh, so our final scene is uh, back in the crazy study at Wayne Manor, and um, Alfred calls him Master B again. Which Yay, I love. Master B. Um. So it seems like a completely fruitless search. And this entire room is in shambles. Yeah, there and Bruce, are books everywhere. Bruce is like, I really wanted to trust my intuition. And Alfred's like, you know, Arkham is full of guys that trusted their intuition. Their crazy intuition. A little bit. And um, all of a sudden, uh, Bruce gets this light bulb. Well, Alfred says there are nuns. He starts to quote Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. I'm how is it that everybody knows who Marcus Aurelius is but me? Uh, you didn't pay attention that day in school? Oh, okay. Um, but he starts to quote him. Yeah. And that's when... Bruce gets his light bulb about... he the, About the based stoic. on what Lucius Fox told, uh, told Bruce uh, when he talked to him before was that his father was a true stoic. Right. And as we know, because we looked it up that episode... Yes, we did. The stoic has two different definitions. One being the philosophical lifestyle. Yeah. Whatever that's called. And so Bruce goes looking for a book. Yes. A specific book on, I don't know if, I don't know if what the book's actually specifically on. Is it on Marcus or is it on? Stoicism. Stoicism. Or, you think it, it, this would have come up in the search. Because is it they, a history book? Is they find a, a remote in it. You think that would have come up in the a search. A little bit. Just a little bit. Because uh, the first thing you do with a book is, you know, upend well, it. it is and, up, it's in the, the back uh, binder page, not page, the yeah. binder board. And he had to like feel into it and. It was like it was glued down and he yeah. opened it. It had to have been Velcroed because if his dad was using that every night. Yeah, exactly. With the music playing and the yeah. door locked and whatever, all that crap. Whatever dramatic business that, he was up to. There had to be like Velcro or some shit because he'd be yeah. opening and closing that. If it was glued down. Then he wouldn't have. And you know he didn't glue it to go, okay, well, I'm going to get murdered tonight. So I've got to keep this <laughs> nice, safe, and sound. We don't know. He might have known. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. But okay, yeah, so, anyway. so, so this remote uh, turns on classical music. And do you know what the piece is? Because I Shazam I that shit. I did before, but I can't remember. It is Romeo and Juliet, the Montagues right. and the Capulets. That's right. And it is the Dance of the Nights. Because it it's specifically the uh, Philadelphia Philharmonica, I think. Yeah. yeah. That particular version. The, yeah. For some reason. And it's the Dance of the Nights. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Um, He's not the knight. And so this really cool tunnel entrance opens up in the fireplace. And it's all very, just really cool. Well, and Alfred's face tells me that he did not know about this. No, because I, I kind of got, um, when he was making the uh, Arkham comment, that he was right. he was like, please stop. And that it was more than just. Yeah, I kind of got the, the that feeling. That he was trying to dissuade him from right. the search. For nefarious reasons. Right. But to protect him or whatever. Yeah, no, he was surprised. He was completely surprised. He totally did not know that was there. Um, and we hear bats flutter in the tunnel, and no. I'm so excited. And so, yeah. end scene. End scene. That's the end of our episode. I'm very excited. Already, I'm like, okay, like, okay season two. Let's, let's go. What's, what happens okay. next? Yeah. I'm ready for more Ed. I'm ready for more Penguin. Yeah. What happened to Fish? Is she dead? Is she not dead? Yeah. I'm calling it right now. She is not dead. Okay. She fell into water for a very, very specific reason. I don't know that they're not going to hold her and use her when it's convenient for them. Right. But she's alive. They would have killed her if they wanted to kill her. Yeah. Unambiguously. Yeah, if there's no on-screen death, 
or someone else confirms that the person's dead, yes, yeah. you can't. Yeah, stay. You know, I'll only buy it when she's like on Leslie's table with an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'll be like, I don't know, she might still yeah. be alive. Yeah. But yeah, so fish is alive. Okay. But yeah, Woo. wow, that was that was a lot to cram into one episode. It was a lot, a lot of story. Yeah, so much but story. Everything converged, so they except you know, so they were able to hit it more did. people. It, with, even the Barb storyline, yeah, except Ed, yeah, and Bruce, but because Bruce is over here. But because Ed we didn't here. hit fifty people, right? Fifty different storylines. It felt right. It, it it was okay that we went over to Bruce and we, we went over to right you know the other scenes because we didn't have a Jim and Bullock storyline and we didn't have a separate fish, fish storyline and we didn't have the separate Maroney versus Falcone right right and then the penguin storyline and then the Ed storyline and then the Bruce storyline and then the Selena storyline right and, and on and on and, and on, on. Yeah. and then there's the docs and there's no Montoya and Allen <sighs> and yay yay so I'm, yeah. I'm pumped, I thought it was a great episode. Other than Maroney actually dying. Like, yeah. D.E.D. dead. Although it was satisfying. It was very sad. It was, that was probably my favorite scene. I think that was mine, too, because I didn't expect it. No. And when it happened, it was just like, yeah. It was jaw-dropping. Like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't like it. From because a story from standpoint. From a story standpoint. How yeah. are they going to, how, how, how? Yeah. It's not like he's going to come back from the dead. Maybe Maroney's Sal's son. But it was Sal Maroney. Yeah. Who did it. So. And they haven't they haven't established any kind of a child for Maroney. Or spouse. So, or, so if they do do something like that, then it'll feel like they pulled it out of their ass. Yeah. They're going to have to retcon the story, though. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know if it's been retconned before. It's because they've retconned everything in freaking D.C., though. That's so. true. Who the hell knows? It could it could be another villain that does it because the be. whole the whole cat Catwoman Batman relationship has been retconned about fifty thousand times. Yeah, but in most major story arcs, they're on again, off again. So this this tells me they're going to do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, well, if they're the not whole, saving Maroni purely well, to do you the know Harvey what Dent it, thing. Well, and that gives me hope that Jim's not going to marry Barb. Yeah, that's a good point because at this point. How the hell would he ever marry Barb? Because ex-girlfriend would take the place of ex-wife. I can accept that yeah. as an exchange. Yeah. But, whoo. Yeah. How can he marry Barb at this point? Yeah. And so, we still... Without we being still a complete idiot. We still didn't see him and Leslie in in one of the last scenes. So, we haven't seen how he's coped with this whole... No, Barb's the fallout. A yeah, the fallout. I'm assuming she's going to go to Arkham. That's what I'm assuming too, because she's crazy. Oh gosh! But she's now, crazy. so did I notice this? And I've seen this several times. I noticed this um, on one of the rewatches. It finally clicked, and it didn't even click during the episode. It clicked afterwards. Um, Those are the best clicks. I know. And then uh, all the stuff Barb said about Jason. Right. It's a. It feels like it's a dream. I'm gonna wake up and he's gonna be here. He's gonna come for me. Right. right. He saw right through me. It was thrilling. Uh huh. I think she's sad he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get, but and I think we've talked about it before. It was so quick for her to be to that level of brainwashing with him. 
But she was already to a point of being so broken. That's true. She had been, uh, her and Jim didn't break up. Yeah. <laughs> the not break up. The not break up. I'm still and upset then about that. she ran to Montoya, who rejected her. Right. She ran back to her parents, who rejected her. Right. And then by the time she got to Jason, she was so emotionally broken and already. Empty. Yeah. That she just fell right on over. Yeah. Snapped right in two. I wish she was primed and ready for it. She was, but I almost wish they would have either said something about that or he would have had had her longer. Yeah. So, because I mean, if because the impression was only like a few days. Yeah, because the impression I finally got when I looked back and I was like, "Oh my God, she still wishes he was going to come back and and get her." And you know, he saw right through her, and he was the only man that's ever done that. Um. It felt like, okay, so, yeah, you wish he was still alive. And that just felt really sudden for me. But cool. Right. Because now Barbara's finally interesting. I know, right? It took her being homicidal and crazy. Well, at least she's something. That's true. As opposed to an idiot. Yeah. So. And, like, not even a good idiot, like like Alfred Chappie. Author yeah. Chappie. <laughs> Who's Alfred Chappie? I don't know. You know. But, yeah. Um, so... I did want to remind everybody, and, and you mentioned it earlier, we are going to do a season two preview cast. Yes, we will. Um, and basically, um, we're, we're going we're gonna to spoil it up in it, um, yeah. but we, well, with, we will uh, save that toward the back half of it, though. We'll give you guys plenty right. of, if you want to stay away from spoilers, and, and by spoilers, I mean like casting spoilers and stuff like that. Articles. Um, articles that we've, we've read. Um, and so, well, and it'll we'll, all be stuff we'll that's warn out you there. guys. Yeah. Before we... Some people consider that spoilers. Some people don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'm a spoiler whore. So. Well, yeah. We'll talk about the trailer. Uh, yeah. That's been Anything released. Else the San Diego Comic-Con stuff. You know, some people consider that sort of stuff spoilers. Right. Um, so if you do, we'll cover our theories and speculations and hopefully yours. We yeah. Want, tell us what you want to see. We want to hear. The next season. Because to me, this is, this is your chance to get uh, get your theory on the record um, so you can rub your friends' faces in it. Yeah. Um, when it comes true and be like, see, y'all, I totally called it like two months ago. And I have. Uh, <laughs> and here's my proof here's on my this proof. podcast. So you can uh, you can email us pretty much anything you want us to talk about in the in the season two. Um, if you're just excited and want to squee, uh, that's totally cool. Email us at uh, randomtpodcasts at gmail dot com, um, or you can contact us on our Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. dot com. Yeah. Also, uh, you should follow our Twitter because I said so. It's uh, randomtcasts. She and did if, say so, so you. Should I did. Know. So you must do as I say because I said so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, random tea casts. But if you do follow us on the on the Twitters, then you will know exactly every single one of our podcasts are released. You know exactly when it happens. Yeah, we cross post everything to all our social medias. because it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> we want everyone to know. Yes. Speaking of our other podcasts, okay. Would you like me to elucidate on that? Please do. Okay. Illuminate. <laughs> we also are, are doing Sleepy Hollow. Um, which we're going to finish up season two before we pick up season three um, on uh, October 1st. October 1st, yeah. Yeah. Um, We're also doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Which Roughly are, in order, except new ones. Except for the new ones. So if you if you want to kind of follow along in order, um, we should probably post the official order for the people that are maybe new to the Cinematic Universe. So I can find. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something. Well, it's out there. It is. Um, so it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a thing that exists. Wikipedia. Um, 
So we're doing that. We're also doing some random movies, just anything that really strikes our fancy. Yeah, if you have any suggestions and want to listen to us babble about a movie. Email us. Let us know. Yeah. We're all about that. Um, just email us. Or just talk to us at all. Um, and so we're also going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for the third season in the fall. Yep. And we'll eventually go back and do seasons one and two, just not right now. Yeah, that's probably going to be next, we're a little our next summer project. Right. Um, and we're also going to pick up Agent Carter for season two, but that we will be able to do season one before season two starts in January. Yeah, we'll probably do that over winter hiatus right yeah. before it starts. Yeah. So look, because that's only eight episodes. So look for that. Yeah. Um, December, November region. So Ish. if you want to catch up with Agent Carter before season two, which I highly recommend, yes, we'll be casting it. Where there, were, it was unknown as to whether or not that was going to get renewed, and I'm so yeah. glad it was. Yeah, so that's really exciting. So we got lots of stuff. Yeah, and we're back to Sleepy Hollow. We're we're posting. Um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow season, season two, two is two, yeah. coming out. Our podcast is coming out right now. So yeah. check that out. Uh, you can. Follow us on the iTunes, on the Stitcher, on Pocket Casts, but you can also listen to every single one of our podcasts off of our website. Yes. Um, and we just ask that whatever, however, which way you listen to us, if you like what you hear, um, leave leave a, a rating or, a, you know, some kind of a comment or a like or a high five or a thumbs up or whatever, whatever the site allows Review. you to do. We, we would really, really appreciate that. It's going to help more people find us. Yeah. Because we like you people. Uh-huh. We do. Strangely. Yes. We'd like you better if you talk to us. <laughs> that was kind of so, creepy, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, I was just going to go right on past that. Yeah. Uh, so what about the Barbara King Challenge? Okay. I'm. Uh, we're going to talk about the damn Barbara King Challenge one more time. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of upset that well, nobody took me up finale. on it. Well, this is the finale. Do you think they've got until season two starts? They do have until season two starts. Okay. I'm, I'm going to quit we will bitching about it, it, but... To the season two premiere. Yes. So you have until um, September 21st, isn't it? I will double check I think it's our you, premiere. while you um, do your thing. To basically, if you think Barbara Keene is not a giant human dumpster. Um, she is. Because we think she is. Um, if you think she's in any way redeemable or if you like her or if you just don't hate her, if you can tell us why... Please tell us why. We're very interested to know if we're the only, if, you know, uh, there are other opinions out there because we think she's horrible. Um, so you can do that. You can just email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com. But if you want to take the challenge on what I'm calling hard mode, you can um, make a good case for her in 140 characters or less. Tweet it at us. We will give you what we're calling the Penguin Special, which is a sandwich and a sweater. We'll find some way. And this is international. Yeah. We yeah. will find a way to get you a sandwich from your local Jimmy John's or, or what have you. Subway or whatever sandwich shop you have in your town. Or yes. hell, we will cross stitch one and send it to you. I don't know. We'll yeah. figure some shit out. Yeah. Because we want to. We'll get it to you. So if you can make a good convincing case in 140 characters or less. You can get a sweater and a sandwich without having to murder anybody. You have until September 21st. Just to be clear, we're talking about 2015 here. Cause, 2015. You know, I don't know how long this is going to be out on the two, interwebs. Yeah, until season two of Gotham airs. Yes. So challenge on, fandom. Please. Challenge on. Talk to us. Somebody, something. Because we're. I'm just really... Because honestly, if we get to this point... Um, I'm going to think my uh, my opinion is the only one out there and that I am right. Well, you know, it's really kind of hard to argue with right now. Yeah, because nobody's, nobody's, you know, refuting. Not, and I got some good not points. One. She's horrible. She is absolutely. And now she's a serial killer. 
she's well now that she's a serial killer she's starting to get interesting she's more interesting she's still a horrible human being she is a terrible human being but previous to this story arc she was just a really bad character yeah so yeah i mean like, what was the point of the first i just don't even know take the barbecue challenge please anything else i think that's it I think we're good. Okay. All right. Uh, we hopefully we'll see. Well, not see. Um, you know what I mean. <laughs> see you guys for the uh, for the season two preview cast, which we're gonna um, hopefully get out what about a week before the premiere. Yeah, that's where it's looking. Okay. We might need to rearrange our schedule. Okay. But just just look for it in the feed. It'll, Thanks for it'll, listening. It'll be in the feed. Yeah, it'll Thank be you. out there. Thank you for listening, guys. <laughs>